Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast that goes beyond the day-to-day to help you live your most aligned life of purpose and potential so that you can ultimately achieve freedom and fulfillment. My name is Trang, your purpose and performance mentor and speaker and your host for the show. And today I am talking about the 10 questions that you need to ask yourself before pivoting careers. The reason why I want to talk about this today is because if you know my story, you'll know that I have pivoted careers during my time. So I was previously a registered physiotherapist and running and strength and conditioning coach. So very niche, very specific in the health and sports industry before going through a quarter life crisis and then pivoting completely to be doing what I'm doing now, you know, not working in the health and sports industry anymore, but doing essentially mindset and life coaching. And I'm actually going to share more about the story of my quarter life crisis, which we know is really an awakening uh, in an episode in the coming weeks. Um, so stay stay tuned for that because I, have, I haven't actually spoken about it in depth before. And this quarter life crisis, it just came out of nowhere. Like one day I was generally doing well, I was generally happy and fine. And then the next morning something happened that activated this quarter life crisis and took me down a completely new path for the rest of my life. So I'm actually going to share that because I think, um, you know, so many women in their 20s are experiencing this self uh, discovery and evolution in one way or another. And it may be in the form of a quarter life crisis, or it's simply, you know, integrating and evolving to the next version of themselves. And I think that's going to, re- um, I think that story is going to resonate with a lot of you. Um, but for today, I want to focus on the part of my quarter life crisis that was specifically the confusion of what I wanted to do with my life. So part of me was generally happy and generally comfortable doing what I was doing. Um, as a physio and running and strength coach. Like I was, I was starting to build a name for myself. I was starting to get hired to do international talks and um, it, I was becoming the go-to person as a strength and conditioning coach for endurance runners. But there was a part of me that was still like, is this it? And you're like, is this all I am meant to do? There was still a part of me that was like, I feel like something is missing and I I feel the pull to become more and to do more, to leave a more comprehensive legacy on this world. But there was a huge obstacle and that obstacle was all of the fears, the fear of the unknown, the fear of If I pivot now, if I start a new business, if I go down this new path of mindset and life coaching, like what if I regret it? What if it doesn't work out and I come crawling back into the sports industry with my tail between my legs? What if it's not financially viable and I don't make it work and I'm left stuck and in a really, you know, uncomfortable position? What are other people going to think of me? What if I get judgment for it? What, how is this going to be received by my friends and family? You know, is, am I going to look like 
I'm just doing something that's really woo-woo and, uh, you know, like I'm going to not be as respected or as credible as I used to be. I had all of these fears and this had me going back and forth for such a long time. Like there would be glimpses of me posting more on social media about what my heart truly desired, but then I'd pull back. There'd be glimpses of me like starting to craft out and plan a new business idea, but then I'd pull back. And I would just be going back and forth and I was in this limbo state for about a year before I went to a a retreat where I became crystal clear on what was most important for me, what I needed to do. And then within a month, I rebranded and I went all in. But before that, I was in this going back and forth state. I was so confused. I felt like I was sitting on the fence and I just was so torn of what path to take next. And I... And and after going through this for a year, like I know all the thoughts that came up in my head. I know all of the fears, all of the feelings that I had. And I know that this is something that a lot of women, especially in their 20s, but also, you know, in their 30s, in their 40s, will be experiencing as we are constantly evolving towards our highest and most true self. And that requires constant change, letting go of past identities, letting go of past, um, you know, journeys and, and directions to then recalibrate onto a new journey, a new direction. So that's why I want to share with you 10 questions that you should ask yourself before pivoting careers. So let's get into it. Question number one, ask yourself, what is it specifically that makes me want to leave my current career path? And is this change just me running away from the problem or am I solving the problem? So asking yourself, what is it specifically that makes me want to leave my current career path? And is this change me running away from the problem or is it me solving the problem? I think this is the first question you've got to ask yourself because you've got to become super aware and you've got to be able to identify exactly why you want to change and ensure that this change is the the path that's going to solve the problem, not just run away from the problem and create that exact same problem, but in a new industry or in a new business. So for example, what I mean by is the change you running away from the problem or solving the problem is maybe if you're in a current industry where you're not enjoying your job, you're not enjoying the prospects, you're not enjoying where you're going because maybe you're not good at it. Maybe you keep making mistakes. Maybe you feel like you're not worthy. Maybe you feel like um, you, you don't have a place in this industry. And if that is the true reason why you aren't enjoying your work, then that's not going to be solved by going into a new industry. Because when you go into a new industry or you start a new business, of course, you're not going to be good at it still. You're still not going to be good at it. You're not going to enjoy it. And the the real solution to that is you sticking it out and developing patience and slowly building up your expertise and your mastery in this field. You going into a new industry is just masking the problem. It's just chasing a greener field of grass on the other side. 
when you get there, you're going to realize the grass isn't actually greener after all. The grass is greener in this case where you water it. Because if you're not enjoying it, because deep down you, you don't feel competent and you don't feel confident and you don't feel like you have a place, the only solution to that is you've got to develop the skills and your confidence and, and your mastery over time. But in contrast, if you're not enjoying your current career path because it is actively you know, against your values or you know that there is a different path that is more aligned to your purpose, more aligned to your values, then yeah, making that change, pivoting into a new career path, starting a new business, that is going to solve that problem. So that's question number one. Question number two, what impact do I want to have in this world and does this change get me closer or further away from this vision? So checking in with the impact and the legacy that you want to leave during your lifetime and checking, does this new path align with that? Because that is going to be the one question that we will all have on our minds on our very last day, on our deathbed. We're going to be asking ourselves and we're going to be either moving on with peace and fulfillment or moving on with regret. If we have lived a lifetime that has been meaningful and impactful in a way that is in alignment to our purpose and our vision. So for me, working as a physio, it wasn't against my vision. It wasn't against my values. I was still helping people, right? I was still doing good for the world. But it was in a very specific and niche way. Yet my vision was so expansive. My vision was for a thriving world, for all forms of life, for future generations, for all the different ecosystems, you know, where the grass and the rainforests are greener, where the oceans are bluer, where all forms of life can be living harmoniously and untouched by the effects of humanity on this planet. Like that is what... My heart longed to see or longs to see, not longed because I'm, I'm still dreaming of that. But that's what my heart longs to see for this planet, um, to see wildlife untouched and thriving, all forms of life thriving, not just one form of life, not just humanity, but all forms of life. So for me, working as a physio, was it going to get me closer or was it going to get the world closer to that vision? Not necessarily. Like I'd be helping individuals run fast. I'd be helping individuals reduce their pain. But ultimately, on my last day, would it, would it directly contribute to this vision? Not necessarily. However, now me working as a mentor and a coach for women to raise their levels of consciousness, to shift their way of living, to be in alignment to their purpose, to actualize their potential as a human being, not just as an athlete, and then creating businesses of impact, using their work as a vessel to be of service to the world. Now that is going to create ripples of change in this world. Number three, what are my core values? And does this change align with these values? 
So once again, checking in with this new path, whether it's a new career, uh, a new industry, a new business, does it align with your values? Yes or no? Well, firstly, you've got to even identify your values. So for me, my core values, I've got quite a few of them, but just some of them are impact, inspiration, love, evolution, expression, expansion for myself. And this new path, did it align with these values? Would it serve and would it embody impact? Would it embody inspiration? Would it embody love and evolution and expansion? Yes. Yes, it would. So then it was the right path to take. Question number four, does this new career fit with, with what I love to do? This is often the question that, that we ask ourselves first. Like, do we, do we love the sound of this new career? So this is an important question to ask, but it's not the only question because it's not just about us loving it. There's, there's other parts as well that make a career sustainable and fulfilling and everything like that and, and viable. Um, but yeah, asking yourself the question, does this new career fit with what I love to do? Because <laughs> if you like the idea of a new business or a new career path because it pays super well, but you hate working with people and this new career path requires you to talk to people all day, every day, that's not going to be long lasting. That's not going to be sustainable. So what do you love to do? What's something that you enjoy? What's something that um, is important to you? And does it fit in with that? So for me, yes, I do love to work with people. I'm also quite an introvert like I recharge on my own so I love working with people but I also need time in between and I need time to myself as well and working in a business was perfect for that because especially with mentoring I can work with a smaller number of individuals I can give myself to them and help them transform at the core but then I could also have a lot of time working on the business, doing admin work, um, doing all the behind the scenes work, innovating content creation. It wasn't just back to back appointments all day, every day, like physio was. I also love varieties. I love having days where I am purely mentoring. I love having content creation days. I love having days where I'm innovating and building on my offerings. Now, question number five is an extension of, of everything that we've talked about. Question number five is, does this new career fit with the skills that I currently have and can further develop? Because yes, as much as I believe that we can do anything that we put our minds to, in order to at least get started, it does need to be a reflection of the skills that we do currently have that we can monetize. And that doesn't mean that if we don't currently have the skills, we can't do it. Like, yes, we can absolutely further develop our skills, but are there at least some level of knowledge or skills or value that we can bring to the table that we can start to monetize straight away, that we can start this new career straight away? So what skills do you currently have? Ask yourself that and ask yourself, what skills do you need to further develop? So for me to pivot from 
doing physio and running and strength coaching to, you know, at a high level mindset and life coaching, well, yeah, I already have the coaching skills. I already have some business skills. When I first started personal training, when I was 19 years old, I needed to learn how to get new clients. I needed to learn how to coach those clients and give them value and get them results so that they stayed on. So I already had those skills and I could easily transfer them and then develop further skills of entrepreneurship and you know high level mentoring and understanding of you as a person, not just as an athlete. Now, question number six, does this new career allow a lifestyle that I desire and I can sustain for years and decades? So this is important as well. It's not just about doing what you love. It's not just about having skills that fit the new job. It's also about a career path or a business that allows a lifestyle that you desire and can sustain for years and decades. Because once again, if it's not sustainable, if it's a lifestyle that is against what you want for yourself, you may love what you do. You may have the skills for it. But if you were constantly working on weekends or nighttime and you hate that, it doesn't work with your circadian rhythm, it doesn't work with your family, it doesn't work with just the life that you want to live, then you're going to eventually burn out. You're going to eventually start to resent what you do. So for me, oh my gosh, am I, you know, am I living the dream lifestyle at the moment? <laughs> yes. Like running a predominantly online mentoring business with in-person aspects, with one-on-one clients, with the retreats that I run, it allows me to have so much time flexibility, location flexibility. Like I love traveling and I love being out of work whilst I travel and not being bound to a certain office between four walls in a, in a particular city. Like I love having that flexibility and it also fulfills me because um, I get to have like boundaries in the appointments that I have in the mentoring sessions. I'm also very structured in how I set my calendar. So even though I might have open days during the week, I still structure it. But then if it does need to be changed, like if I need to, I don't know, go to the post office or if I need to, uh, you know, go to the doctors for an appointment or if I just want to go skiing for four days midweek, then I can plan that and I can move things around. Question number seven, what are 10 different ways that I can monetize my current skills in the new industry to create multiple streams of income? So this is a question just to get you thinking, just to get your creative juices flowing and to ascertain the scalability and the sustainability of this new career path or business. Generally business if you're monetizing your own skills in your own way. Because in today's world, there is so much noise. Things are moving so quickly that it isn't as sustainable anymore just to have one stream of income that you solely rely on because at any point in time that can be stripped away. I mean, just think about in the last three years with COVID, If anyone was solely relying on in-person services, such as me, you know, when I was doing strength and conditioning coaching in a gym, when gyms shut down for, I don't even remember how long, like it felt like 
just eons and eons. But yeah, many, many months of lockdown when the gyms, when gyms were closed, then I needed to get creative in order to keep my business, not just, not just surviving, but thriving in order to allow the business to continue growing through one of the most un, like unexpected, unprecedented, turbulent times in, in recent history, I needed to have multiple streams of income, which I did. That's when I launched and expanded the online component of my business. Uh, and my business expanded and multiplied during the pandemic. So ask yourself, what are 10 different ways that you can monetize your current skills? And from there, you don't have to do all 10 at the start because that's just you trying to chase 10 rabbits at the same time and then catching none of them because you're so scattered and distracted. But just having the options and just having the understanding of the different ways that you can monetize your skills and then choosing one or two that you really then focus on. Question number eight. What are my biggest fears about the change? And what evidence do I have that these are actually illusions of my mind? This is a big one. This is a big one because the biggest thing that holds people back are their fears. It's not anything tangible. It's not anything pragmatic. It's actually their fears that are stopping them from even taking the first step. So if you want to truly overcome your current limbo state and you want to take that first step to actualize your dreams in a new career path or a business, then you've got to squash your fears. And the only way that you can squash your fears is by shining a light onto them and exposing them for what they are, which are illusions. So for example, for me, a big part of my fears were, is this new career path viable? Is it viable? Will anyone buy my offerings? Are there even people out there who need this? Is there even money in this? And for a long time, I thought there wasn't. Until I just looked at someone who is the blatant example of the fact that there is absolutely money and there's absolutely an audience for this work. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins and so many other thought leaders and, and mentors like Mel Robbins, Robin Sharma, so many of them out there who are making waves and speaking to millions of people who need this. And when I looked at that, I was like, you know what? Of course, there is a community of people out there who need this. My people are out there and there is so much money in this field as well. Question number nine. Who are 10 people just like me who've made the change and have succeeded in this field? So once again, seeking evidence that this is possible because the more that we believe that we are going to succeed, the more that we believe that this is going to work, the higher the chance that this will work. It's the whole placebo self-fulfilling prophecy phenomenon. So seeking 10 people just like me who have made the change and succeeded. And I had so many examples of that because I was in mentoring groups and I had so many others who were who started where I started and now we're running successful full-time, you know, digital nomad lifestyle businesses. So I knew that it was possible because really, you know, I, 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 I idolized them, but what do they really have that I don't? 
And lastly, question number 10. Which people from the new industry can I bring into my top five to model off and to accelerate and sustain my development? So in other words, who can I bring into my top five? Who can I bring into my top five that are going to get me closer and faster to where I want to go? So this could be mentors, you know, mentors that you actually invest in who will be your partner and who be your guide along this journey. It can be friends. It can be idols who you follow on social media or books that you read. But essentially make your reality and your perspective so prevalent with with those who will teach you, who will inspire you, who will keep you accountable, who will show you the way and show you what is possible and show you what can be normalized. Like it can be normalized to be making five figure months. It can be normalized to be making six, multiple six, seven, multiple seven figure years. That can be normalized, but it depends on who is in your top five. If people in your top five have normalized this standard of performance and results, then that's going to seem normal to you. But if there aren't any examples of that in your immediate and close reality, then you're going to think it's so far away and it's, it's so impossible to reach. And for me, I attribute so much and not even so much. I attribute my success to the mentors I've worked with. I can say with certainty, if I haven't worked with some of the mentors who I've worked with, I wouldn't even have a business. Like I know I would have given up way earlier. I would have just settled. I would have continued doing physio and I would have stayed in my nine to five for the rest of my life. I know it because they have fast tracked my growth. They have shown me ways and they've given me the faith and they've given me the resources to achieve things that I would never have achieved previously. Like there are so clear examples of times I've launched offerings that I had been sitting on for a long time when I have doubled my earnings in launches. I've doubled my highest ever sale. I've expanded my circles and um, invited new souls into my world who've become clients purely through changing my top five. And I can make that direct association. Turn It's not even association. It's a direct correlation. Because of this mentor, because of how I've changed my top five, that led to this, which led to yeah, doubling my earnings, you know, getting new clients, increasing and expanding my business. So those are the top 10 questions that I think you should ask yourself before pivoting careers. And these are a lot of questions. I totally recognize that. So what I'd recommend is going back and writing down all of these questions so that you can journal on it. You can do some deep reflection on it. And from there, get the clarity, get the self-awareness to decide on your next path going forwards. Like this will give you so much clarity. I can guarantee you that. Now, before we wrap up this episode, I want to expand on that last question regarding shifting your top five to reflect where you want to go. I know that it's had such a powerful impact on me and my results and my life that I want to give you the opportunity to do this for yourself, to change your top five. 
if you've been listening to these podcasts, if you resonate with what I talk about, if you are hearing this and you're like, oh my God, I want this so badly. I, I, I hear what I need to do, but I just don't know how to do it. Then I want to invite you into my world. I want to invite you to shift your top five. Like I often get questions in my DMs every single day about what someone should do, how they could do it. But there's only so much that I can actually help you in the DMs. And I know that there are some of you out there who at this point in time cannot afford um, power your potential or life of legacy or one-on-one mentoring. So what I want to do is I want to offer you a membership to come into my world and to have access to me. It's called the A-Tribe. The A-Tribe, which is going to be a small membership group with one monthly live call, weekly access to me for questions, access to all of my masterclasses, which already each of them are worth 97 Australian dollars. For you to also then have access and be the first to know about launches for Power Your Potential and Life of Legacy and then have this special A-Tribe early bird code. I want to invite you to the A-Tribe, this ongoing tribe, this membership where you get access to me each week, a monthly call to have accountability, to have guidance, to have inspiration, to shift your top five, to shift your normal and your standards, to be inspired by not just me, but others in the group as well. And this is all for only 97 Australian a month. Only for 97 Australian a month. I am planning to launch this in July of this year. If you are interested in this, then please click the link in the podcast show notes to go on the wait list. This is going to be for a limited number of people only so that I can actually reach you and answer your questions. And um, there is going to be interaction in the monthly live call. So reach out to me in the link in the podcast show notes. I'll add you to the wait list to join the A-Tribe just for 97 Australian a month. All right, fam, I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. I really enjoyed talking about these questions and like I, I like that this episode, I've been able to share my story and give you examples, but also give you something very tangible, something very practical to go off, like these 10 questions that you can ask yourself. So if you enjoyed this, like please let me know. If you want more of this, if you want more of these type of practical episodes, let me know. I love to serve. I love hearing feedback from you that you get so much out of these episodes, which are my gift to you. All right, fam, you have a beautiful rest of the day and I will catch you in the next one. Bye.